This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. What's up, guys? The red light is on. UFC San Diego. This is the best betting show in the galaxy. Ben and Bananas. I'm Dave Van Auken. Um, before we introduce and what I always do, guys, just don't bet. You know, like if you want to bet on MMA, just, just bet against the bookies and make money. Don't bet against with your friends. That's what happens. You go to Banana. I bet against Mo Usman. I lost. I take the L. I look like a banana. I look like a fool. Guys, to my left, Ryan Quinn, the cornerman, last week goes undefeated. Best bet, underdog, 3-5 parlay, and the banana bet. I've never seen it. It was a complete takeover by Ryan. Ryan, you're the man. You're strong. I'm weak. You're good looking. I'm not. Uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, lick my finger. Just <laughs> put it to the sky and see which best, which way the wind blows, right? Just kind of throw some grass in the air. Usman. Wow. What else? For you? That, that's how yeah. it works. That's how it happens. Unbelievable. Unbelievable run. L Wagman, uh, undeniable, unbreakable. She don't know how to lose. 5-0. and oh. Can't wait to see you back in the cage or octagon soon. Um, L Wagman, how are you? I'm doing well. Hopefully I'll have some fight news for you guys. Dude, look, arms looking all right. Looking oh. good. Looking big. I'm telling you, one... UFC 115, one day, one day. I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> Keep eating chickens. <laughs> um, guys, uh, I remember five, seven weeks ago, uh, we, I thought we had the Josh Emmett versus Calvin Cater. We had that great Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. To me, this main event is up there. Dominic Cruz, one of the legends of the sport, one of the best bantamweight fighters in the history against Marlon Cheeto Vera, fan favorite. Seems like he's very... Uh, towards the pinnacle of his career right now. Seems like he's in his prime. Uh, I can't wait. The card is good. The main event is phenomenal. It's bananas. I can't miss this fight. It's, it's a good card. It's a good card. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did. A, I posted a video yesterday on a breakdown of how the main event's going to go and how much fun it's going to be. Um, I just thought, uh, you know, Dominic has such a unique style with his yep. in and out and creating angles and just being able to do that. I don't, I mean, I know Dominic's had a layoff. He had a little bit of an injury too, or not a little bit, but like, I still think he's going to be able to sustain that game, but is he going to be able to sustain a win against a Chito Vera? You know, like um, all I, I, I keep thinking about that knockout to Frankie Edgar, which straight up the middle, when you play that game, the in and out, in and out, you're always going to be susceptible to stuff like that. However, what helps Dominic is he doesn't come north south like Frankie really does. He's really good at creating all his angles. Yeah. I hope that Dominic goes back to some wrestling a little bit with this fight. That would be, or that's what, not that I hope. If I was in his corner, I would say mix in some takedowns just to keep Cheeto guessing, eat some clock against the fence, score with a takedown, and then mix up back just to keep him on his toes. That being said, Cheeto, I, I wouldn't change a thing. Like I always say, sometimes going forward is just standing your ground. I could see him maybe chewing up the first round, just engaging Dominic's timing and then timing those power punches to create damage similar to the way he did to Rob Font. It's going to be such a great chess match to watch. I cannot wait. So true. We're uh, Usually the show is very formatic, which I don't mind at all, but I kind of like this. We're kind of going with a different way. Just throwing yeah. this out there. Uh, just, you know, I, maybe a spoiler alert. I'm picking Cheeto. I think Cheeto's going to win the fight. Like I said, I think he's more in his prime. I think he's in the pinnacle of his career. Mm -hmm. 
But I'm going to throw this out there. I, I, you know, a lot of other, I listen to a lot. I read a lot. I look at a lot and everyone's picking Marlon Vera. I see a lot of even locks and I see a lot of like guarantees with Chino Vera. I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked. We we talk Sunday morning or maybe Saturday night. I think I'm going to do a live actually after UFC San Diego. You both guys are, of course, invited to come on. Cool. If Dominic Cruz wins via split decision, uh, 48-47 on two judges score, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, I can see this going that way. Just the movement, like you said, he wins a wrestling round. He wins a grappling round early. Maybe Vera gets the three or four best shots of the fight. Kind of the most biggest moments is his. But in the judges' eyes, Dominic wins three rounds out of five. I wouldn't be shocked. That's all I'm going to throw. I am going to pick Vera, but I wouldn't be shocked on a split decision win by Cruz. El, anything to jive on that, or is that some of your picks? Or uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to give you guys my pick right, on this right. one. But uh, I will. Say, I there's there's a lot of really great bantamweight fights this weekend. Actually, I that's the the by far the weight class I am the most excited about. We're seeing the title change hands a bunch of times. We just saw Altamay Sterling beat Piotr Jan, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Like mm. it's it's such yeah. a volatile. Um, it's such a volatile division, like especially, and it's always been that way too. Other than Henry Cejudo, there hasn't been a champion that was super solidified. If you think about it, like we had the the little love triangle going on with Dominic Cruz, TJ, and Cole, Kobe, uh, sorry, Cody Garbrandt, yeah. where they all kind of always beat each other. Um, they just had great styles, style matchups for each other, and I, I think we might see the title change hands again pretty soon. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. UFC 280. Spoiler alert. I like that. I like that. Um, also, too, guys, real quick, and I, I, I know we'll, we'll get into it right away, I promise. Guys, PFL is this weekend. Bellator is this weekend. I think it's a packed weekend of fights. Oh, we yeah. might have to do something Friday if you guys are around Friday night or, or um, Friday during the day or Saturday morning or Saturday after the fights. A lot of action to get to. I love your takes. A lot of good bets. Um, crazy, crazy. All right, let's get into it. Uh, let's go with L Wagman. What is your best bet on the board? UFC San Diego. You got one play to pick. You're going to win everyone money. What is it going to be? My best bet. I think this is the best value and the shortest lock of the night. David Onama in over 1.5 rounds. I definitely think that Onama has the potential to finish Nate Landwehr. Um, however, Nate has definitely improved since he got knocked out by Julian Arosa and Herbert Burns. Um, He's definitely improved. We've seen him uh, do better. He subbed Ludovic Klein. He was a massive underdog there. Um, and he's definitely very tough. So I can see him lasting maybe two, maybe even all the way to, to the judges' scorecards. But I definitely think that David's going to get it done. Uh, I would think it was around plus 120. Um, I think it's good value, and I think it's a pretty surefire bet. God, that's so good. L, that is so good. Uh, last week on the best bet, you had the great um, – the girls, I'm sorry, the uh, Silva, you had the under, you thought the grapple, and especially in the grapple was going to go to a finish early. Ryan, you had that as well, of course, with your on the three-fight parlay. You absolutely nailed that pick. I absolutely love this pick. I actually kind of uh, circled it, and I'm, I can't believe you you went there. I like Anama a lot in the fight to win. And then the over, I saw that too. Great play. Love that play. Ryan, take it away. What's your best bet on the board? I saw Angela Hill on the card. I know one fight's going the distance. So that's uh, <laughs> that, that's right away. I just saw uh, Lupe and Angela going the distance. I mean, uh, I mean, for, for, if those of you who watch fighting, you know that Angela's just in every fight. You know, unfortunately, a lot of lately haven't been going her way. You know, but she's always going to be a mainstay in the division. Um, I think she's a little bit bigger than Lupe. 
Uh, so I think that might help her a little bit too. But either way, uh, that fight's going the distance. No stop. No chance. It's, it's going. Uh, it's going inside the distance. Wow, love that as well. Um, real quick on Angela Hill. You ready? And I, dude, I like Angela Hill. I've talked to Angela Hill before. I know a lot of people, Ryan, you might do as well. Know Angela and everything I hear. She's great and nice and all that. Doesn't she have a, a tiny bit, a little bit of a Sam Alvey to her right now? Like she's thirteen and twelve. Like that's her UFC MMA record. Like. Uh, you like any if you're 23 and 5 the UFC starts like uh, I don't know we'll see we're not too sure she's 13 and 12 like I feel like she's in these fights and she goes the distance of these fights but I think she's lost four to five I believe I it's it's weird to me I like her a lot I I hope she makes a million dollars but it's like it is pretty odd she has a little Sam Alvey to her you know she's in gatekeeper honest. mode. She's she's in the gatekeeper uh, seat right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I always liked her as a fighter. I yeah. hope she could pull together some wins, but I I really feel that she's uh, she, whoever beats her is probably being projected within a fight or two from title contention at this moment. That's why they keep her around, probably too. I want to say she's one in five in her last. Yeah, it's it's it's. And I mean, you can argue she's been on the wrong side of some split decisions, but I, I don't care much for that argument. I, I think those fights were all great. Some of them were razor thin and some of them I don't know how people thought she won. So I, I really don't, uh, I, I think it's going to be rough, but I definitely agree with Ryan's best bet. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Like, and you know this, uh, L. We all have our favorites. We all have our people we like and we root for and stuff of that nature. We all said it last night. We're all uh, Instagram and story about Bo Nickel. You know, I commentary on Bo Nickel stuff. We we all have our favorites and that's fine. I think that's what Angie is like. So she loses a unanimous decision and she loses a VS split on the judges. And a lot of people were upset because we like Angie Hill. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It was funny. I, I never really... Until I really looked it up, and I like Loopy. Loopy's been on the show before, and uh, she's got a bright future. She she can do a lot of good things. And I looked up her record. I'm like, wow, she's 13 and 12. Like she could be 13 and 13 after this fight. Very reasonable. She's an underdog too. I think the last time I saw, she was uh, plus 240, 260. So she's a big size underdog. But I like that. Uh, let's go with an underdog right there. Uh, L. Uh, probably won't be Angela Hill. What's another underdog play you got for us? So now you get my pick for the main event. I'm going to take Dominic Cruz. I think that when people look at, I, I understand Cheeto, Cheeto has been dominating lately and he's been finishing, but I think people are forgetting about the rest of the fight before the finish or the big shots in the Rob Font uh, fight was happening. Rob Font was winning that fight other than the power shots. And I, the biggest thing about Dominic Cruz is Dominic Cruz doesn't get hit. It's insanely hard to hit Dominic Cruz because movement like ryan said earlier his movement isn't in and out it's sideways diagonal all over the place and it's he's a very difficult fighter to train for and rob was doing really really good uh with his in and out before he got dropped in the later rounds and frankie i thought was winning the fight pretty handily before he got knocked out and i just don't think that he's going to be able to land clean on Dominic Cruz to put him away, which I think massively increases Dominic Cruz's chances of winning. I I could see him mixing in the wrestling as well, and I think that would prove a, a, just another problem for Cheeto Vera in this fight. Uh, I totally agree. Like I, I just totally agree. I just I, I I'm leaning Cheeto, but as an underdog, especially the the number next to him, like if this goes 25 minutes, it's like yeah, I I can see it. I I really do. Everything you just said there, I I can very very much see him going that way. 
Ryan Quinn, uh, my guy, what's uh, what's your best underdog play on the card? Uh, man, I just got to say real quick, I know what, we're leaning on this fight a lot, but I feel like that fight, just to what you were saying, like I feel like the first half of round two is going to be the meat and potatoes of that main event fight. That's how we're going to see which direction the fight's going to go. But anyway, my my um, underdog of the fight uh, of the night is going to be Nina Nunes. I know I picked against her with this very fight a couple weeks ago. Um, I think that things have changed. I think that um, uh, Cynthia has uh, she had a tough weight cut from what I understood last time. Now she's got to do it again. And on top of it, with Nina, is the pressure's off with Amanda's fight. So that's done. That's out of the way. She's going to be a little bit lighter. I think that um, I think that in these types of fights, Nina is able to let loose and show a lot of volume. And I think that she's just going to eventually have that downhill effect and see her way to a decision. So I got Nina Nunes. Thousand percent agree. That's my number one play on this whole card. We, uh, you know, it's kind of over now. I lost last week, but before that three, four uh, weeks in a row, I nailed my really tunnel vision on one bet. Nina Nunes is my best play on this whole entire fight card. Um, I, I, Brian, you nailed it too. I'm, the momentum in the house is amazing. Like it, yeah, you, yeah. Your, your partner just won the championship back in beautiful fashion. Uh, like you said, the weight cut, I heard the same th- exact thing, uh, you know, and, and then well, last time we talked about this, Nina's losses are awesome. Like her losses yeah. are just top three, top five yeah. females, you know, in the weight class. Mackenzie Dern. Love, okay. <laughs> who's, yeah. Who's yeah, not yeah. I love Nina. Nina. That is a great play. Uh, what, what, where's the line? What's I think I saw it. It was. She was plus okay. I haven't looked since 5 30 this morning. She was plus 138 this okay, morning. Okay, yeah, in that range. Okay, 140. That's mm-hmm. that's great. That, that is mm-hmm. great value, especially if you uh kind of parlay that with the over on the Angela Hill loopy. You're getting nice money. We're getting plus three, 350 right there. But oh, wow, that's there nice. we go. Uh, talking yeah. about what else? Yeah. Ryan's saying too, like, I mean, Nina's been training with some great wrestlers, and I think Cynthia really struggles to set up her shot on these longer girls and Nina's got good hips. She's got great range control. I can see her giving Cynthia a lot of problems, especially if she starts, like you said, getting the volume going. Cynthia is like a one shot at a time kind of girl. And you can't set up a shot with a girl who's constantly in your face, jabbing, fainting without throwing more volume. Love yeah, it. for sure. L take it away. Three fight parlay. Uh, we're going to nail it this week. I think, uh, you know, you're one or two off last week. Ryan nailed it. Uh, you usually are the three fight parlay queen. So let's take it away. Elle. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, uh, this is a good week. We're going to, we're going to get it this week. So I actually have my first leg is the same as Ryan's best bet. I have Luffy and Hill going over two and a half rounds. I do agree with him. I think that Luffy will win that fight. Um, I think her fight IQ has definitely improved since uh, uh, her her losses to like to Jessica Penne. Um, I uh, I can see her having some issues with the decision making, so I didn't put her as winning, but I definitely see that going over two and a half rounds. Um, next, I have Martin Boudet over Lucas Brzezinski. I'm not sure how to say that guy's name, but I know that he does. Uh, Brzezinski does not have the cardio. Uh, Boudet is a heavyweight that actually. Uh, we've seen him do quite well in the later rounds. He keeps a lot of volume. He's very athletic and he's big. He's going to have a huge size advantage over Brzezinski. And Brzezinski's style is very much a bully style. He's a bulldog. He comes in. Um, he tries to be the more physical guy. And Boudet is going to outsize him. I also think he's more technical in the clinch. And I can definitely see him uh, 
see him winning this that fight on Saturday. And then I have last but not least, I have once again my best bet, David Onama in over 1.5 rounds. I think that was somewhere around two step plus 270 for that parlay. I like it. I like it. The, all, all three I like, and I like how you're kind of mixed in with Ryan's best bet. Your best bet's in there and win. I like it. All right, Ryan, take us away. 3-5 parlay. You won last week. Let's double it up. Let's keep it rolling. L, how do you like how Dave looks tonight? How do you like that? Because that's how you're going to look <laughs> next week. I got Chito Vera over Dominic Cruz. Um, whoa, whoa, I, hey. Whoa. I, I know I know. I bro- I know I broke it down, but I just don't think that Dominic's going to be able to sustain that in a five-round fight. Three rounds, it's different. I think five rounds, um, a lot of extra time for damage to be done by uh, Marlon Vera. So I got him going. And then um, I got Bruno Silva over Gerald Marshall by knockout. I think that um, Bruno kind of fell forward in his last fight. Uh, you know, he lost to um, to uh, Alex. And I can't, I can't think of his last. Oh, Pereira. Alexander Pereira. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, I think that, you know, as much as everyone knows who Bruno is now, he's just a dog in that division, man. He's just, uh, I know he's every fair. I think he's going to knock out Gerald Merchart. And then, um, the other one, I got a couple picks here, but I'm going to go with Josh Quinlan by knockout as well. I just think that, uh, Jason Witt, this fight's kind of, I know I like to break down, get into the analytics of what I see with the strike, but this is kind of like, what have you done for me lately fight? I know. I just feel that like I've seen, even though Josh had the issue off the ultimate fighter and. I mean, the ultimate fighter, the contender series. I just seen him going up. I like what I've seen more of him over with, with lately. And um, I think Josh's a little younger, although I don't like to play that a lot. So, yeah, I got two finishes on the parlay tonight. I don't usually do that. I guess I'm going a little dangerously. I'm feeling froggy from last week. I, you should. You should. You, <laughs> you deserve all that. It, it took around 16 and a half minutes for you guys to, like, make fun of my banana hat. You know how hard it is to communicate and think and out in MMA Listen, takes and hot I've takes been, and lies I, with this thing on? I've, I've been looking at L the whole night because I can't look at you with a keep straight face. Okay. <laughs> and, and I got a nice shirt on, too. I got, this is, like, classy, too. I'm like, <laughs> man, unbelievable. Dude, I, I love our plays. I, I like Nina a lot of the underdog. I like Dama as well, like I said, going into it. We, we talked a lot about the main event, I feel good. Um, yeah, I think we did it. Best bet. I love both of our best bets. Um, I think you guys killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you will, we'll go with your, uh, trivia right in a second. But like I said, I would love guys if, uh, Friday or Saturday, maybe we can do something with PFL or Bellator, even if it's an Instagram live or maybe a post or two, there are so many great plays. I look through Bellator, uh, PFL. I, I see a couple big underdogs in the PFL, um, the, like the playoffs, that the big names, guys like last week, like Pettis, and this week, like Rory McDonald, I don't know if they can get the job done. There's a couple sleepers on that on that card. I'll tell you that Agreed. for sure. Agreed. Yeah, I got to go back up and down it. Like we said, we spoke about Chris Mixon, one of the yep. biggest up-and-comers in the sport. Super pumped to follow his career. Can't wait to see him. A lot of good things coming with PFL. And Bellator like, I know my man Saeed Selma's fighting. Um, I, I, I've seen him come up. He's put in a lot of work at ATT. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff with the up-and-comers, for me personally speaking, this week that I, I can't wait to see. Love it, love it. Any last things from you, L? No, I think we I think we got it. Ryan, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. You know, I definitely want to go live with you on one of these evenings because I, I feel like with my perfect picks, I'm going to buy a, the biggest, fattest, juiciest steak I could find at Costco, and I want to grill it up while we're going and just talk about how my winnings earned me this beautiful <laughs> cut of beef, of beef. 
So I'm going to peel the curtain back. Um, on social media, land. I'm on vacation, but I we already had the vacation. Uh, you know, hey, the wife likes us not on vacation when we're on vacation, but th there's mm -hmm. the curtain back. So I'm on vacation. We're in a beautiful mountain house. We are overlooking the uh, Grandfather Mountain in Boone, North Carolina. And Saturday night, guys, it's one of the best USC's of all time, by the way. There's no judges needed. There's knockout after knockout after crazy finish. Terrence McKinney and Brian Battles kicking heads off. It's a great card. Our girl, Juju, Juliana Miller gets the job done. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is my big bet. This is my thing. In the first round, I felt like iffy. I felt okay. And all of a sudden, Mo Usman with the knockout. My stomach dropped. I'm literally on vacation, three, four days off of nothing, and my heart sank. I was like, I got to look like a freaking banana two, three days when I come back into reality. Oh, gosh. It hurt. I'm not going to lie. That hurt. I, I wasn't even happy for him. He, oh, man. It hurt. I'm not going to lie. Who thought Brian of this? Nailed it. He nailed it. Who thought of this banana idea? <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, dude, real quick, we really don't do this. I think I saw what I needed to see out of Jamal Hill. I think Jamal Hill one day can be a UFC light heavyweight champion. I was uber impressed. I'm more impressed sometimes when a guy goes 22 minutes and gets hit three, four times more than just getting a mm. first second, uh, first minute knockout. I know it's stacked. I know there's Yuri and Jan and, and Megamon Akalayev. I know that. And Glover might have one or two more left in him. I was really impressed with Jamal Hill. I really was. How about you guys? Go ahead. I, uh, he, he did look hit a lot he he definitely ends up getting pulled into these brawls and that's very obvious and mm. i i think a guy like yuri is going to be a huge problem for him he's just younger tiago santos who's yeah. more durable yeah. you know like he's going to be a huge problem for him uncle Ayab is way too technical on the feet his takedown defense is phenomenal like he's good everywhere i i think uncle Ayab is the next 205 pound champ I don't think there's any question about so that. Do you think Jamal Hill is right now like kind of outside that top tier? You think, yeah. you think he is a top five, top yeah. seven guy, just not a champion he's, top two, three guy? I think he's sitting on the bubble. He's sitting on the he's, – he's like a year or two away. Even like now, I feel like if he fought Glover right now, I feel like Glover would snatch up a single and drop him and and uh, and submit him. Um, I just think he's a year or two away. You know, Glover probably won't be here, you know um, – I, I think he could beat like a black horse right now, you know. Um, but as far as like you said, like Yuri, you know, Yuri's got such a weird style that he just could go a very long time with, as we were all surprised with last time. Um, it's just uh yeah, I, I feel like he's just on the bubble right now. I'm I'm giving you guys the promoter hat, the UFC light heavyweight championship fight. What should it be and where should it take place? Ooh. Glover versus Yuri rematch. Madison Square Garden in November. Correct answer. L, how about you? I don't I don't like the New York judges and I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna see Glover win a fight and, and then lose on the judges scorecard. I vote anywhere but New York since <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, guys, there we go. UFC San Diego, Dominic Cruz, Marlon Cheeto Vera. We have our underdog L Wagman going with Dom Cruz. I love it. Should be a great card, guys. Enjoy the weekend, PFL, Bellator, and UFC. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with I'm not going to be wearing a banana hat. There you go. Trivia. Oh, trivia. Ryan, quick, yeah, take it right. away. Your so show. the last, last, last week, the question was, what two fighters have won the Bellator uh, tournament, went on to win the belt, and then lost the title and went on to win it again after uh, uh, and for a second time without the tournament? 
The answers are Daniel Strauss and Michael Chandler. They're both two-time champions, once going through the tournament and then again winning it without. Um, this week's tor- uh, trivia question, I kind of I kind of blipped out. I'm not going to lie, guys. It's like five minutes went on, so I had to come up with one. Name me one fighter in Bellator in the top 10 submissions, in the top 10 all-time Bellator submissions next week. Okay. I think I can do that. All right. Top 10, one guy submission. There we go. Guys, L Wagman, uh, follow her at the ruthless underscore L Wagman at the cornerman underscore MMA. I'm just at David Van Auken. I did it like 15 years ago before these kids were on Instagram. So I got no <laughs> underscores at all. Guys, have a great night. We'll talk to you soon.